All right, welcome back to the Sticks Golf Tournament Recap Show. This week we are going to cover the Dell and the ascension of Scotty Scheffler to world number one. Yes, he did it in 42 days. What a ridiculous feat and what unbelievable golf he is playing. Uh, we get into a couple other topics, um, but really, I mean, he was the star of the show. Uh, next week we've got Valero, and then obviously the week after that we've got Augusta. And I'm almost more excited for Augusta than anything else. But I hope you all enjoy the show, and we will see you next week. Sticks Golf Tournament Recap number three. Is it number three? I think so. Uh, Dell match play. Dell match play. Um, Scotty Scheffler, number one in the world. Pretty fucking cool. Also, my prediction from like three weeks ago saying that Scotty Scheffler can win 10 majors looks pretty cool right now. (laughs) I mean, it looks... After he he didn't win a major. Well, eat a dick. He's going to win 10. Um, Rosie, you got anything to drink tonight, bud? I got a Guinness. That's a kind of a polarizing beer. I feel like that's a love it or hate it. Do you guys I like love, Guinness or love, no? I love a Guinness. I love a Guinness, okay. especially with um, some of the. What do you? What's an Irish carbon? Uh, it's a Guinness and something. You, you drink them. I don't drink them. Yeah, I like, think it'd be like Kahlua or something. Gonna, yeah, like maybe some. Like not red, not Red Bull. No, definitely not Red Bull. No, I'm thinking of. Like, I'm oh, thinking of a Vegas bomb. Bailey's. Terrible. Bailey's. Bailey's fantastic, fantastic drink, fantastic beer. I got the same uh, Terrapin Kiss the Sky High IPA thing from last week, but we're chilling. I have a. Uh, eventually, they need to. That I bought from a gas station and poured into a jar. <laughs> what? Are, are you just going to drink your way into a Terrapin sponsorship for the pod? I mean, they, they, should, they should be paying us by now. I drank it. I drank enough hazy IPAs at the member guest this year, this weekend to yeah at least deserve a sponsorship. I mean, I drank all of them. Member guests. Where where was your member guests? Oh no, I was caddying in the dive. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it was my birthday, and I should not have told the people I was caddying for that it was my <laughs> birthday because they punished me. And for that's it. all we'll say. And that's that all we are going to say on that topic. We are going to move <laughs> on. Um, well, hey, I didn't even know it was your birthday this past weekend. Shame on me, but uh, happy belated. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The birthday pod. Um, yeah, birthday pod for Sean. Shades on. Shades are very much on. No one's going to be able to see this until the second, uh, the round table anyways. But um, <laughs> we got to get to golf. Uh, yeah. Scotty, Scotty. I mean. Number one in the world. Number one in the world. I mean, what the yeah. hell? I didn't. Like I just said, I didn't even know that was in play. And. It sounds so crazy because he's my year. Like he was my, he, we were the same senior high school. So yeah, he, he was like the, the guy from my class. I mean, now he's number one in the world. It's, and, it's crazy too, because when I flew out to Scottsdale for my bachelor party, a mere six, five, six weeks ago, he was still searching for his first win ever on tour. Dude, he, <laughs> now he has three wins and he's uh number one in the world. I saw a crazy stat. Well, I mean, it was one of those like Scotty Cameron Instagram uh, like pictures or whatever, but it was, he switched to a new GSS the week of the, uh, of 
waste management obviously wins. He wins three of his last four starts and he's won 6.7 million in the last four weeks or wow. five weeks. Unbelievable. If the, go- if the money in golf keeps going up, uh, these equipment companies are going to start doing a little. Right. All right exactly. If you want to use this party, we, we get 10% of uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Spe- speaking of that, uh, my uncle Wendell sent me an article today that uh, I guess he's using and has been using. So, you know, he just signed with TaylorMade. It was actually right before the players after the second win. Yep. Signed a nice deal with TaylorMade. He was a free agent before then and uh, using a hodgepodge of clubs. But he he's actually, since last year, been using the exact spec irons that Tiger designed that he when he came over to TaylorMade. Um, the TWs? And, yeah. Apparently, they're the exact same specs. I don't know if that's true. but Well, he's he was with that Nike 3-wood for like, nine years yeah and they finally got him out of that nike three wood they i think they got him into a stealth but and he just had he hadn't hit a good three wood since probably. no probably not but um <laughs> can't get real can't get rid of old faithful exactly i mean especially with three wood i don't know about you guys but i've i mean i had an old titleist 915 yeah uh like the d or the whatever the deeper face one was dude you couldn't get that thing out of my hands that was the greatest three wood ever yeah three three woods the oldest club in my bag right now it probably is usually the oldest club in my bag historically. I mean, that's the club that once you find a good three wood, it seems like you stick with it for a good half a decade or so. Yeah. Well, what did y'all think about the match play this week? Um, I, I got a, I know that in beforehand, it wasn't always the, like the pool system, like mm. be like, it used to be just top 64. Yeah. What, yeah. what do we think about like 64, you know, doing against the pool system? What are our thoughts on that? I mean, I, I think the pool system sucks because it's like the World Cup way that you can have matches for multiple days that don't mean anything. Yeah. So, like, why am I going to, like, I'd rather them cover every match a little bit, a little closer than have more matches and mm-hmm. more matches. That and then, nothing. yeah, have them not mean as much. It should just be four days, 64 players, and if you lose, you're out. Rosie? I tend to agree. Um but I know why, kind of why they went to the pool. I mean, obviously, you don't want marquee players to just be one and done and out. But to Trey's point, that creates the drama and the interest in all the matches starting from day one. Um, the pool play creates, I mean, it's excessive. I think Scotty Scheffler and, and Kisner and the guys in the consolation match, uh, DJ and Corey Connors, for that matter, I think they played eight matches in six days i mean that's excessive and to to your point trey i mean there were several matches on friday morning that just literally did not matter at all and seems like a, a waste of time and a waste of effort for this guys oh, there is, i'm there yeah it's yeah there is that thing where you don't want the marquee guys to just be out after one round i mean as sponsors as tournament yeah. organizers that's kind of their worst nightmare but you know, you get the drama back into it. And I think the answer to that or an answer to that is more match play events. Like yeah. the fact that we only have one for the whole year, you could see how you wouldn't want to lose, you know, a Dustin Johnson, a Brooks Kepka, um, you know, on day one. But um, I think we should have a, a nice series of match play events. Um, so, I mean, like, the, year. the NCAA tournament does that every year. Like, you know, you have a number one seed get knocked out. I'm sure their viewership, maybe not though, but I don't know. I, I think that that's crazy. I'd, I'd rather watch a different match than watch Dustin Johnson play someone that doesn't, it doesn't matter what happens. 
I, I definitely think flirting with the idea of more match play events would would be very cool. I know that they're you know thinking about the ideas of doing some stuff before the season or in that like mid season like two man yeah play ish style stuff, which I think could definitely help. But one thing I'm curious to see, uh, and there wasn't really much chatter about it on uh, sort of the mainstream channels, but there's a little the this tournament's a little bit up in up in the air, up in limbo, I would say, because the WGCs, as we've talked about, are being phased out. Um, Austin Country Club's contract with the tour was actually up this year. That doesn't mean they won't renew and come back, and they could just have the Dell match play. It doesn't have to be a WGC. They could theoretically just keep the tournament as is without the WGC moniker. However, um, you know, they've had a, a nice run there and you wonder at a, at a member end club, if they want to keep having it or not, that's, that remains to be seen. It would be a real shame to lose Austin country club because I think it's really cool and unique. It has a great identity with all those shots of the bridges or oh. yeah, the bridge, the, the boats, you know, I mean, I think, you know, and it's a fun golf course to watch. It's quirky. It's a little shorter than the normal course they play on tour with, um, you know, really interesting green complexes. And I think it's, you know, it's a great kind of different looking style of course for the tour and yeah. uh, i hope i hope i hope they keep it around i was gonna i was gonna say something very similar i was gonna say you know how awesome is austin country club for match play i mean you looking at I, mean, I, don't, I don't remember what hole it is but you know you've got the downhill par five that you know mm-hmm. you catch the right ridge yeah. you're down there, you got like a nine <laughs> Fitzpatrick at one like 410 yeah <laughs> exactly and then like you've got the the drivable par four 17's that unreal par three and then 18 i mean i remember i was watching a match with jason kokrak and Colin mark where they were kokrak like kind of like heel pussy-footed one up to the right and like almost got it on the green and then Colin hits an absolute piss missile up the left that get, hits it to 35 feet I mean, how good is that? And then you saw Keegan Bradley shot out of oh the right the right trees to have his match with Adam Scott. I mean, that golf course is mm-hmm. built for match play. I'll tell you what, that, I mean, it's built for match play. A lot of the matches didn't get there, but that 18th green was I would have just watched a live stream of that. Because oh, like right. every, I feel like every match, someone's gonna hit it close and someone's gonna hit it down the slope. Because it's not an easy shot, but it but it's it's an easy yardage. So like, you know, you're gonna have guys he, hit a foot like we saw yeah. guys spin it down the slope and then lose. Like Adam yeah. Scott did. I've got losses. They have because of that. They have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, also Keegan Bradley Imagine. hit a top ten shot of his life. Yeah, exactly. But Adam Scott had a fifty-five yard pitch, and he didn't even have any chance. Yeah, he didn't even birdie. sniff the hole. So that was that was that's a it's a really good Mongolian reversal hole. Hundred percent. One of my favorite moments came on that hole. Uh, on uh, I think it was Saturday, Brooks uh, Brooks versus DJ. DJ was one down. I think around hole ten or eleven evened it up then took the lead on either 16 or 17 they come to 18 so dj's one up and has has the box and just absolutely murders one you know his his patented power fade knuckle fade lands just short gets a nice hop rolls up right into the heart of the green it's sort of game set match at that point um that was that was pretty awesome yeah i mean honestly i can't think of a better course on tour for match play kevin yeah. or for kevin kisner or, yeah. <laughs> can we just talk about the fact that kevin kisner is just a lock in match play yeah kevin kisner isn't on every Ryder cup team until he's 50 years old i don't he's know the, he's american Ian Poulter now like yeah. he is 100 percent american Ian Poulter. he's a new Poulter. They both he's well, so honestly, sick. It's, as different as they are they have they have oh shit rosie's got a rebuttal <laughs> what, what do we got well look no one's a bigger fan of kevin kisner 
And we'll go we'll go back to his line again about they pay a lot of money for 20th. This my man picks up one, my man picks up 1.3 mil for second place this week. I, I I venture to say nobody likes to lose, but I venture to say he's about as happy with a runner-up finish as ever <laughs> as anyone's ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's looking at that paycheck, right? He's but uh, he's laughing. But um I will say I've heard that narrative before you know great match play players should be on the record i've heard that before and hey i'm not saying he's not a great match play player clearly he has he's made it to three finals um but i think personally it's more just the course being so well suited for him he's talked about how comfortable he is there and how much it reminds of the palmetto that helps um i mean he even said he made a joke you know someone said actually asked him about this and uh, he said, well, look, it's a perfect course for me. He said, if we were having the match play at Bethpage, I'd be out in the first round. So <laughs> fair enough. I mean, but I, I do think that there is something to the, you know, some someone's got to be a dog in the fight. And I think that he's got a whole hell of a lot of fight. In no, dog. no pun intended. Bulldog, Georgia Bulldog. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> let's, you keep, know, let's keep him down. We got him down. That was a great quote. <laughs> just keep him down. They got him down. Um, but no, I mean, I think that he is totally like a bulldog. He's totally, you know, he's going to f- fucking grind your ass down. He's going to make par after par after birdie after birdie after par. I mean, he's never going to give you a hole. I mean, I don't see why he isn't a staple on the uh, on any match play team, you know, President's Cup or yeah. And he's pretty, and, yeah. And I know he's been close. I know he was really close to making the team last year, and it, it hurt him a lot to not be on that team. So I definitely think that having you know this sustained success over the actually only wgc match play event it should bode well for him with when those uh those picks come out and i think uh unfortunately uh ironically that comment you know the next Ryder cup in the u.s is at uh is at beth page but (laughs) but but go fuck yourself kevin what did you do that for he did it to himself yeah he did it to himself but mark but Marco Simone in Italy, um, the little bit I know about that golf course, it's more of a tight, tree-lined, not so long, not so much of a bomber's paradise. So maybe he'll get a good look for that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, just last, last point on that. I mean, I would say it's a it's got to be a combination of both, right? He's a great match play player, and he loves that golf course. I mean, you don't get to three finals, particularly like we're not talking about, you know, if 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 Rory or DJ makes it to three finals, like, well, yeah, that kind of makes sense, right? They're top five perennial players in the world, but Kisner hangs around 30th, 40th in the world for him to be, to have reached that final uh, three times in the last like six years is, is pretty awesome. So it's gotta be a oh, combo a of story a little bit. Oh, um, before we move on, I want to make sure that I got this stat. So do you guys know who got to world number one, quickest after their first win scotty scheffler now damn right do you know who was second david duvall no close mm-hmm. though he's, uh, he was third Tom Lehman. tiger woods oh, well i figured it tiger wasn't woods. tiger uh, oh scotty scheffler <laughs> did it in 42 days which is pretty fucking nuts it's unbelievable. Uh, and then tiger did it in like 115 wow. and i think david duvall was like 207 or something um, but I think that's you like know what absolutely insane stat. You know what's really cool too. <laughs> you can't say Tom Lehman. <laughs> you know what's cool too about Scheffler on, on this absolute heater. He's one on three very different 
types of golf courses, different layouts. I mean, classic desert course, uh, you know, out in Arizona that, that really fits well for, for the bombers. Um, and then you had Bay Hill, which was really penal, you know, for a missed fairway, right? Like really tight fairways, super thick, rough. He won there. And then he wins on, you know, a short, quirky, much more approach driven golf course. And, um, in, in Austin country club, um, different grasses, different types of layouts, different formats. I mean, he really ran the gamut in the last five weeks with those three wins. So that happens when you're number one player in the world. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but one, I, I got really upset watching the, uh, watching the broadcast and listening to Ian Baker Finch this week. Did anybody else have the same? I don't, I don't really fear Ian Baker Finch. No, I don't, I don't mind him. I, I didn't, I didn't love a lot of uh, some, some of the takes that the, the boys were making on the, uh, the broadcast, but did you have any uh, opinions on things that were said? I, I felt like there were a couple of matches where like the, they were kind of swaying one way or the other. They definitely wanted somebody to win over somebody else, which I didn't love, but I don't know. I just, I, I, this was not my favorite broadcast of the, of I didn't 2022. I didn't have any problems with it. Fair enough. I, uh, I would say I wasn't really paying close enough attention. I was watching a good bit of the golf, um, but I didn't really. Usually when those guys talk, my mind is elsewhere. Yeah, that's a fair point. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I, I would say, to me, which might be more disrespectful than what you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say one thing, and this At is the reason. Paying attention. It's yeah, kind of funny. You, bring that up because one of the reasons that match play is tough for tv right is once you get down to down to the last two days essentially especially the last day um you've got a lot of dead time dead time in between Um, shots and the the guys just have to sort of figure out what to say and what to talk about i thought it was so funny because like usually like like you said like they're cutting back in between shots and you know whether it's a match or a whole like from hole one to 18 well now they've only got four guys on the golf course they've got so much dead time to talk about i wish they just i mean if i mean the pga tour loves to throw commercials in just throw a couple commercials in there I could I think that's and listening to those guys. Or why don't we have us just live stream during every tour event? If you get bored of the coverage, we can just pop back over. I mean, that would be wouldn't that be interesting? That's kind of like a red zone of uh, you know. There's nothing like that with golf. You can't just like sort of pick what you want to watch, and yeah, that'd be fun. That would be kind of it's fun. coming. It's coming. They're they're working on all kinds of stuff like that. But um, well, what do we got this week, Valero? Yeah. Kind of a Valero is like most sort of a golf tournament ever. (laughs) And everybody's already already thinking about Augusta. We're going to be talking about Augusta on our roundtable coming up shortly. So yeah, I mean Valero is just kind of like that in between week right before uh, right before everybody gets excited. Wouldn't it it used to be the Shell Houston Open that was this week? Correct. Correct. Uh, They moved it a while back. Now the Houston opens in the fall. I just remember that. I just I got a sneaky feeling that Charlie Hoffman's going to play great this week. (laughs) I don't know why. He he likes to peak, and he does like to peak right like early April. He he, Charlie Hoffman is his favorite thing to do is to shoot a sub sixty six. First round, first of round Masters, and then finish 19th. <laughs> Correct. That is, <laughs> which is always still respectable, but then you're like, Charlie, come on. Come on, Charlie. Come on. Hey, uh, I just remembered. How about our boy Bryson Nimmer? Shout out for a great <laughs> performance. Seven under final round. That's, that's the boy. That's I actually really good. just texted him a couple hours ago. And so, uh, for those that don't know, uh, 
the opposite field event was going on at Corrales, Putacana. Um, and Bryson, I think he only made the cut by two. So he was just, you know, he got in for the weekend, but wasn't really threatening. Monday in. Monday in. Monday in. Makes the cut by two. Goes, I think, 69-65. I know he had a 65 in the final round. That is that is correct numbers. For a, for a backdoor T11, and uh, I would oh, have to look this up, that. a, a $90,000 payday. So. Yep. 90 grand. How about but it? Awesome. He would have paid, he would have given you the 90 grand to play next week. If he had finished 10th, that would have been, maybe Dude. Not. Cool. That, would, that would have been so nice Dude. to Monday. That, know, that's right? how you can get hot. But, and, he, um, and he's, he's, he's got the kind of talent where I could see him doing that Monday in a couple of times. Dude, he's just one of those guys where like ball, you know, every ball time, just goes in. Yeah. Ball. Like every time he hits it, I'm just like, Oh, that's exactly where you were trying to hit it. <laughs> it's so, like, oh, so controlled. Oh no, no, no. Nice. So you wanted to cut it five yards and it cut six. Oh, you bastard. He just I heads mean, out I mean, there. He's so good. Doesn't hit it very many times. Heads home. That's what he does yeah. every single day. It's, it's, but, uh, but I, I shot him a text and I said, uh, hell of a week, super pumped for you. Hope you're having a couple, uh, cervezas in, in Dominican Republic and guess. Not too many. Got to get back to work. So we got a hard working gentleman. Wow, over there. He, all right. He's, he, he's he's not. He's got big aspirations. He's not doing the bullshit. He he's and figuring he it out. So he'll, sell, he'll celebrate when he gets a dub, right? Yeah. Exactly. When he gets it. Yeah. He gets and a, then a you want to talk about the fact that we just swung and missed on our boy Curtis? Yeah. Oh, no, I, I did not get. I did not. I did not get my twelve uh, twelve hundred dollar payout on it. No, I didn't. Neither did I. Uh, yeah, you actually owe me some money because oh, we got to square up with the book. Yeah, you owe me. Hey, you owe me forty. He made the cut though. He did make the cut, but he didn't top thirty. I think we needed him to top thirty. Yeah, and then we needed, we had him to win too. Why would you? I mean, how dare the how dare the boy text us saying, "Hey, boys, he made the cut." I, yeah, but he was, can you ask? he was saying, you know, I'm a, this place sets up good for me. I thought he was going to win. And he made the cut. Made he did make cash. the he, he made money. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Maybe he can give me a, my $60 that I yeah. paid out for him, but whatever. Um, Valero, I mean, honestly, I got nothing on Valero. I mean, I just. I, I really don't either. I, I, didn't I, know, even, I know that the 18th hole is kind of cool. That's the only thing notable that's. I'm assuming Jordan Spieth will be back to defend. You remember he, yes, you know, obviously yes, Spieth, yes, obviously yes. Spieth had his uh, his horrendous slump, and then um, it was last year where we started to see signs of life at Waste Management at Pebble. He started, you know, actually contending on the weekend, and then finally solidified that comeback with the win at Valero last year. So yep. I'm assuming he's there to defend, and uh, hey, maybe he'll get. Even if he doesn't win, maybe it'll be a good confidence booster to play well there going into Augusta. All right. Well, yeah, I'd love to see him play well, Augusta. I, I was pretty anti Spieth just because of his whole attitude and putt making. But, um, why? Because he hoops putts and you don't? Can't stand it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. He would, just, he would just be so frustrating if I was the opponent at any point. Anyway, I, I, but I like Spieth. What I was going to say is I, I, I would love to see him do that again at Augusta because it was so good. It was so good to watch. Quick, it, it angered quick. me, but it was incredible. I, I know we're gonna do this next week, but quick picks for Augusta. Anybody? Anybody got a hot, hot no, player? I'm not. I'm not gonna say a word. I'm just not gonna, gonna say a word. I'm just gonna put a put picks on it in a pool and win money. Oh, that's right. I, I do that. I don't like to tell my picks. I've I've been thinking about Cantlay for a few weeks. Um, you know, he's been playing great, but he hasn't put it all together for a win. But that to me, maybe there's just like that extra chip on his shoulder where, hey, he's playing awesome golf, but he but he's really hungry because he hasn't won in a little while. Um, hasn't been a long time, of course, but you know, he had that 
run of great play not long ago where he came up short a few times. So, I, you know, if I had to pick somebody right now, I'm looking at Cantlay. I had the same thought about Shafley, uh, but I don't know. He stinks. But but I don't know. I don't know what to make of him because he just he's like an enigma. I never know he what's happening. He got all the contracts. And he's not going to play good anymore. Yeah, well, that's your opinion. All right. Um, oh, wait. real quick too. Uh, the ladies have their first major of the year, um, the Chevron Championship. So this was a this used to be the NA Inspiration. It used to be yeah. the Dinosaur. It's out in uh, that, California. Wait, is, that, is that the one that they jump in the water? Uh, yeah. yeah. So someone always breaks like their femur. <laughs> you know, that happens that's happened like multiple so, times where it's like oh ng, or whoever, ng park yeah whoever's caddy breaks leg jumping in celebrate yeah. oh man multiple it's, caddies have done that yeah the caddies it's so funny the last few years you could Always tell the, the caddy play, that goes down the, the players are like all hesitant and the ga- the caddies just in the last few years oh, have man. just been the ones going after it but it's one of those classic things where it was really cool like way back in the day when it was more impromptu the first few ladies that did it and then they god now it's so staged they uh you know they actually built a little pool right there they they all line up they got the sponsors there it's like all stage well guess what this is the last ever leap into poppy's pond they're moving the tournament to houston um so um even though it was cool back in the day it's a little bit high on the cheese factor lately so maybe maybe it's a good thing that it's coming to an end a crazy progression of like whoever just someone just did it yeah just right. out of pure excitement and now and now they've just made it like here you it's go like here, yeah. now jump into yeah the of course and now it's like probably the worst not the worst part but like it's probably just yeah like, uh, like god do i really have to go in here yeah yeah the, the announcers are tired of go and here comes the leap into <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right oh uh, i think that's all we got for the tournament recap yeah, not much well it's because we got nothing to say about next week yeah we got nothing to say about next we'll, week. we'll be hot I, uh, stuff. Well, you know what? No, I'm going to make a point that next week we're going to come. I'm going to come in hot with some Valero takes. I'm going to be <laughs> up for Valero. I'm going to come in hot. I'm going to watch all Saturday. I'm going to watch be. all Sunday. Nope. I'm going to do it. I, I'm. Committed. You know what? Every other podcast is going to be previewing Augusta. What if we just went the other way and we just do a full hour long deep dive on the Valero, Texas. Just say fuck Augusta <laughs> and we're going to go we have, deep into the Valero. We have 40 new subscribers from <laughs> Dallas, from Texas. Dallas, Texas. <laughs> oh my God. Oh shit. All right. Well, we're done with that. Let's move on. Um, Cheers. Um,